welcome back to Getting Along With Me, Noah Hill. I am your host. Hope you're having a good Thursday wherever you are at. And we are in the home stretch for my graduation, guys. It is less than two weeks out, and it still feels unreal, to be completely honest. You know, last episode was great. It's cool to have Cece on the podcast. She is the sweetest and... Obviously, very easy to talk to for me, but thank you so much for the great feedback on that episode. Hopefully, I will have her on again, either on this podcast or definitely on 2x35. We got a couple different ideas for both of our partners potentially being on the podcast, so maybe be on the lookout for that. We'll see how it goes, but yeah, recording this back at the studio, but yeah, nothing much is new with me. I Oh, here's something. I've been messing around with... AI for just because, and it is fucking bananas how, like, sophisticated it is. Like, it reminds me of, like, Jarvis from Iron Man to an extent. Like, maybe not to that degree yet, but we are, we're pretty fucking close with, with how everything is panning out. I mean, let me find in what I asked it. So I went on and I asked, hi, can you please help me write a follow-up email to an interview I had a couple weeks ago regarding the a job position? I would like to be polite, but also demonstrate that I'm qualified and still interested in this position. And this is what it responded with. Sure, I'd be happy to help. Here's a sample follow-up email you could use as a starting point. Subject, thank you for the interview. Dear interviewer's name, I wanted to take a moment to thank you for taking the time to speak with me about the job position at company name for a few few weeks ago. It was a pleasure to learn more about the role, to hear about the exciting projects and opportunities that the company has to offer. I am still very interested in the position and wanted to reiterate my qualifications and experience that I believe make me a strong candidate for this role. As you may recall, I have several years of experience in blank and have won several awards for my work. And what else? Uh, I have, I'm skilled in both photography and videography and I'm comfortable using a variety of cameras and editing software. I am also familiar with the in the fast paced environment. God damn it. All right. That's going to get bleeped, but (laughs) you know what I mean? So if there's any additional information that I can provide or any questions that you may have for me, please don't hesitate to let me know. I would be happy to chat further about my qualifications or anything else related to the position. Thank you again for your time and consideration. I look forward to hearing back from you soon. Best regards, your name. That's better than any fucking email I've ever written in my whole life. I mean, sure you get practice from it, but like, that's fucking crazy. Like the formality, it hits all the talking points. It's very straightforward and fucking insane to me, honestly. But that was really cool to mess with. I also talked about or asked it like, oh, what would you recommend for growing your podcast audience? Or what would you recommend for, you know, doing stand up for the first time? I think it's so funny. I also forgot to plug my, all right, whatever fuck it. We're rolling with it. So yeah, that's really, this has been really cool. But all that aside, here's what I wanted to talk about in today's episode. Today, I wanted to talk about how to live a more fulfilled life physically and mentally as a young adult. This is 
based off of my experience, things I've heard, along with, you know, what I've learned from other people who are also talking about this. So grab a cup of coffee, maybe a notebook. If you want to jot down some notes, that'd be super cool. Or listen on your commute to work. It'll be a good time either way. So, you know, given I'm only 22, so take all of this with a fat grain of salt. You know, I haven't lived as much life years-wise as other people, but, you know, without getting into it, I've been through a lot and I've seen a lot for my age, generally speaking, but, you know, so take all this with a grain of salt. This is based off of my own experience, but also kind of corroborated off of what other people are saying. So with all that being said, let us dive into it. Starting out, really basic. Here's something you could do to live a more fulfilled life to help you feel better. And that's exercising. You know, I feel like in 2023, it's been pretty widely preached that exercise not only benefits you mentally, but it also benefits you physically in terms of, you know, keeping your muscles strong and the, what is it? Dopamine and the serotonin that's released after a workout and the good cortisol that's released when you are working out is extremely beneficial. Uh, this is not a science podcast, if you are not aware, but listening to Andrew Huberman and other fitness, more smart people than me, you know, have backed this up. So exercise is really great. If Even if you just go on like a walk for 20 minutes to 45 minutes would be extremely beneficial. You're getting up, you're moving, getting the blood flowing, maybe getting your heart rate up a little bit. And to this day, I have not met somebody who has been like, oh, I feel worse than I did, you know, before I worked out. Like, sure, you might be sore, but I've never met somebody who's been like, man, I feel like shit after working out. You know, it's always been like, oh man, let's like fucking go get it. Let's, you know, I got all this energy and you feel good about yourself. And for my personal experience, it's really boosted my self-esteem because as someone who's always been a little bit smaller, you know, only clocking in at about five, six and, you know, have a relatively smaller frame. It's been helpful to really, you know, boost my confidence. You know, I'm seeing that I'm putting on more muscle and like my arms are getting bigger. I have, you know, more confidence in myself because I know I've been putting in the work to, to look good, thus making me feel good. So, that would be my first tip is to exercise on a regular basis, basis, honestly, whether that's once a week, if that's all you can swing or twice a week, I work out personally every day, about twice a day, you know, I've slipped up here and there, but nonetheless, I work out every day, at least once it starts in the morning. If you've listened to this podcast before, you're probably so tired of me here, you know, me preaching this, but every day I start out with 15 minutes of yoga, and then like a quick calisthenics exercise, which is just, you know, push-ups, squats, sit-ups, some kind of movement to get me warmed up and fired up for the day. So that's my first tip to living a fulfilled life as a young adult. And also to add on to that, that I just thought of is think of like the longevity of life. Like sure, you might be able to drink heavily, wake up hungover, go work like a 10-hour day now, but you may not be able to do that, you know, 10, 15, 20 years down the line. But if you maintain your body, it's easier to maintain than to put on like a decent amount of weight and then try to work down from there. 
And when you're consistent with it and you start out at the get-go, you know, it all goes back to it's easier to maintain than to start, stop, start, stop. So just keep that in mind, you know, longevity, especially if you have a physically demanding job, it's going to keep you in shape for that. And if you have kids or you want grandkids, it'll be nice because you'll be able to, grandpa or grandma will be able to keep up with them and it'll be a good time. And you'll, you know, more than likely live longer as long as you don't, you know, have other terrible habits that are going to completely offset that. But things just to keep in mind for exercising and to kind of get the other lame one, quote unquote, out of the way is to eat healthy, you know, food is fuel. That's my mentality. Hate me, whatever. So, but if you put shit in, shit food in, you're going to get a shit performance out. Like if you're no judgment on whatever you eat, but this is just, I feel like widely known now. Like if you eat fast food eight times a day for through, you know, all week for about a month, I imagine you wouldn't feel too great because of the nutritional value in that. But just something to keep in mind, like if you're struggling with breaking eating habits or if you are you know, trying to figure out, oh, what's going to work for me? Like see a nutritionist and they can give you like a little step-by-step guide to like, oh, here's what you should be eating. And here's what's going to benefit you. Here's what this food will do. That'll help with this. And, you know, when you eat well, this all goes back to maintaining and not, you know, starting from ground zero. Sure. Everybody starts somewhere and there are other, you know, genetic gifts people have where they may have a faster metabolism or they can, you know, eat kind of whatever, not where I have to worry about putting on weight. But for the most part, it's like when you take care of yourself from the get-go, it'll definitely be easier in the long run because once that's normal, it'll just be normal. You won't have to really think about it, you know, day in and day out. So that would be my suggestion. Here's kind of an insight to what I do. I meal prep just about all of my meals. You know, I plan my breakfast for the next day, the night before. Say that five times fast. But what I'll do is I'll make like overnight oats. I'll have half cup of oats, half cup of granola, some cut up fruit, usually like some kind of berries. or And then I'll sprinkle like a little bit of vanilla protein powder in that. Do about maybe let's see, a couple tablespoons, maybe even more, honestly, of non-fat or sorry, low-fat Greek yogurt, and then top it off with like a little bit of oat milk to kind of, you know, moisten everything up. Sorry if you don't like that word. And, you know, so that way when I wake up in the morning, I'm not having to think about what I want to eat or I don't just grab, you know, something fast. So to me, it just takes a lot of the guesswork out of it, keeps me consistent, and I will completely admit, all of these are very much easier said than done, but once you work it into like your routine, then it's easier to maintain. Again, all goes back to maintenance. So it's easier to do these things, or sorry, say you'll do these things than actually do it, but just keep that in mind for whenever, you know, you're planning this out. So feed your body good exercise it, move it, you know, those are kind of the more boring ones that I feel like are a little more straightforward, but to me, they ring true. And I hope, you know, you can take something away from that. Now, that's not to say you can't have like, for me, my case, that's not to say I won't have like a cigar 
every now and again. Those are not, you know, recommended, but it's something that I can kind of take joy in and not, you know, need it, but it's, it's a leisure activity, you know? So that's going to tie us back to my next point, which is going to be, sorry, let me pull my notes. It's going to be socialize, you know, it, I don't know about you, but personally, even though I'm introverted, I love spending time with my friends. I love just hanging out, joking around, blowing off some steam, or if you're, you know, have a really close friend, then it's nice to catch up with them and really vent to them about how you're doing or whatever it may be. Like social, humans are relatively very social creatures. You know, we love interacting with people for the most part. We love just, yeah, being around other people because I know personally, as introvert as I am, I know I don't, I would not survive just being on my own. It's nice to talk to other people. You know, I know for me personally, a lot of the stuff I've learned or things I've picked up is just by listening to conversations or talking to someone else or gaining a new perspective by talking to someone else, you know, they may be like, oh, well, I do things this way. And I'd be like, oh, no way. And I might give that shot and see if it works for me. Just having the ability to like balance different ideas off of each other is so incredibly helpful. And I've learned a lot through that. So socialize, eat right, exercise. That's what we got so far. Next, to kind of piggyback off of socializing is some kind of mental relief. So subconsciously, I have, you know, carried a lot of like baggage, dirty laundry, whatever you want to call it, from my past experiences. And I never actually got a chance to like air it out or really talk to anybody about it, which is so huge that I'm learning about now. So some kind of way to release that, you know, mental stress is so huge. So something I can recommend is therapy or counseling. I don't know if I've met somebody who has walked away from like a counseling session and be like, wow, I feel really fucking heavy now. And that was the worst experience ever. Are those cases? Sure. But at least in my experience, it's been like, wow, I feel really good. I got to like vent to somebody and someone like listened to me uninterrupted and they like wanted to hear what I have to say. And they offered some really great advice that I can put into action. So some kind of counseling, therapy, whatever it may be to let go of maybe things you didn't realize you were holding on to. You may not, you may realize you've been holding on to some kind of childhood trauma that has been getting in the way of your self-esteem or been getting in the way of whatever it may be. And you just haven't had a chance to, you know, talk about it with, with somebody. So that's going to be my next talking point for how to live a happier and healthier life as a young adult. Exercise, socialize, release, as we'll call it. So let's say you may not have health insurance or whatever it may be. You're not in the financial situation to afford therapy or counseling. One alternative, uh, if you go to college or public school or even a private school, sometimes they will offer like free counseling to students, which is phenomenal. That's what I'm in right now, actually. So something to look into, maybe a little weird in the sense that, you know, you don't necessarily get to pick who you get to talk to, but it's there and they're willing to listen. So if you go to school, cool. But let's say you're not in that boat whatsoever. 
here's a different alternative. If you've listened to this podcast, I feel like you know where this is going. And it is journaling. You know, it may not be the same as talking to somebody, but at least you are getting it out that you are feeling a certain way or thinking about certain things. And that way it doesn't just sit inside you and stew and run around in circles and just eat up all of your mental energy. So journaling has been incredibly helpful to me. I journal about how I'm feeling, what's going good, what's not going so good. And this goes back to a book I read, Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. And it's equally as important to journal about the good times as it is the bad. Because that way, when you are in those bad times, you can maybe reference those good times in your journal and be like, well, what was I doing to make me feel more in my groove? Was I working out more? What was I eating? Who was I hanging out with? What did my daily routine look like? So that way I can get back into it and get back to catching those green lights. I sound like Matthew McConaughey. Goddamn. Just keep living. L-I-V-I-N. I don't have like the deep country, you know, accent, but anyways, so shifting gears is to more of a kind of not realistic, but kind of a more broader spectrum of things you can do to live a happier and healthier life as an adult. I'm assuming you're a young adult listening to this anyways. So, and that would be financial security. Listen, I have learned this the hard way. I have, I'll be completely honest, I've zeroed out my bank account before and blew all my savings, but having some sort of financial security is night and day difference. Like I would lose sleep over not having enough in the bank or being able to make ends meet. So by setting yourself up for a rainy day, you know, maybe get laid off, maybe have a career change, maybe you move, maybe you go back to school, whatever it may be, just having some sort of security blanket is going to be incredibly helpful and give you that peace of mind for the long run. You know, let's say you get paid either bi-weekly or weekly. I think this is the most common in the U.S. from what I've seen so far. So think about taking 10% of your paycheck, whatever you can swing. You're just putting it in savings or like a Roth IRA or 401k. Also, this is not financial like advice. I'm not a financial expert, but here's kind of what I can gather based on my experience. I have to reiterate that because I feel like one of these days down the line, someone's going to listen to this episode and be like, oh, you said, and I got, I lost my house. And I'm like, oh, I didn't, you know, if you're really concerned about your finances, talk to an accountant, like talk to an expert, put plain and simple in my opinion, but just setting aside like a little bit to, so future you will thank you will go a long way. So that way you're not like, let's say something happens to your car, you have to pay for the deductible on your insurance just having that money, you know, there and ready. So you're not worried about running up a bunch of debt or just having to deal with it. And, you know, goes a long way. So some kind of financial security goes a long way. Again, it's not for you now, it's for future you. Next up is going to be the last part of our list. And it is going to be creativity. Some kind of way to express yourself and ideally something like outside of work, you know, for me, it's this podcast. It's also stand-up comedy, things I get to do and not, not really be stressed out about deadlines or not really be stressed out about 
other things, you know, having some form of just to really express yourself. It could be like robotic coding for, you know, all you know, but something so that way you are blowing off some steam. You don't have to, something you can just kind of turn your brain off, you know, whereas for me with podcasting and stand up, I love being able to kind of problem solve and think, but also, you know, connect with people. That's my passion. So having this podcast, this platform, doing stand-up is a really cool way for me to create, but also blow off some steam and interact with people in a positive way. And that may look different for you. For you, that may be like, oh, I want to like write a book. That's awesome. Write a book. Or for you, that may be like, oh, I love writing music. Cool. Write music. Something that's outside of your career where you can just enjoy it, you know, just really maybe turn off your brain, turn on your brain, whatever it may be to you and just enjoy it. So that's going to be it. My brief guide to how to live a happier and healthier life as a young adult. To recap, it is exercise on a regular basis. Again, all this is building up to consistency because that's going to be, you know, the long run. Be the tortoise, not the hare, as my instructor always tells me. Exercise, eat well, socialize, you know, get out, make a group of friends, hang out, blow off some steam, some kind of financial security, savings, retirement, whatever that may look like to you. And then decompress, therapy, journaling, phenomenal, I swear by it. And then also to round it out, creativity. For me, it's this podcast and stand up. So that's going to round out the episode. My journaling prompt to you is going to be how can you put these into action? Create a game plan. You know, the journey to you becoming a better you. Maybe you already do this and you're good for you. You know, it's hard. Like I said, it's easier said than done. So once you take the first step, though, the next part is just being consistent with it. Then my recommendation is going to be to check out 2 by 35 New episode just dropped last Tuesday. We did an insane round of Would You Rathers. And it was very fun. And I love the, I love both these podcasts. You know, this one is a little more like kind of the growth aspect and development of like, you know, your personal life. And then the other one can just be, you know, you hanging out, having a good time, shooting the shit. So that's going to be it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to follow me on Instagram, Noah A. Hill underscore or Noah Hill Photography. Check out this podcast every Thursday. Please like it rate it, subscribe. It really helps me out and helps it get pushed out to other people. I want to really push in this chapter of my life to grow this podcast and grow this audience because I love it. And then check out 2 by 35 every other Tuesday. And yeah, so I love you guys. Hope you have a good morning, afternoon, evening, and I look forward to talking to you in the next episode. I love you and goodbye. Okay, hold up. Before I go, Noah Hill doing stand-up comedy. I will be at the Tacoma Comedy Club May 30th. Tickets are free. Doing an open mic. Come check me out. Tacoma Comedy Club, May 30th. Hope to see you guys there.